guys, and welcome to another episode of Geeks of the Machine, Super um, Super, <laughs> Super Sabrina. Sabrina edition. <laughs> That's no. Uh, this is season two, episode one, entitled Epiphany. Uh, co-hosting today, we have Michelle. Hello. Hello. Um, we have Adelaide. Hi. And Darnell is back. What up? Questionably. Damn. <laughs> we'll see how long this one lasts. <laughs> so. So, we're going to be talking about what happened in the first episode, because so much happened, I wasn't really expect. we expected to do three episodes, but it was just too much to do in three. So, let's start well, off- based off of the first episode. Yeah. Unlike some people- We didn't skip through. We followed the rules. Hate, hate. I didn't know the rules, damn it. Mom and mom like me best, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> So, we're going to start off with, what was your overall opinion and thoughts on this episode? Um, Adelaide, go. Um, okay. I didn't hate it at the beginning. It was okay. It was a lot going on, but at the same time, like, it was... Uh, I don't want to get too detailed, but it, it had similar problems to the first episode of Charmed. I'll, is that enough? Do you want me to elaborate on that? Yeah, that's fine. Darnell, go. One, I haven't even seen the remake of Charmed. I heard it wasn't that good. But... I mean, I I, I, I guess I like the overall episode where we talk about <laughs> like I feel like you didn't look through our collection and even pretend man. you know what we did. Okay, okay. Anyway, I like the overall <laughs> episode. <laughs> Sorry, I should I like the overall episode. Um, I feel like it kind of brought you into her headspace to kind of see where she is mentally. And where she's going, in a sense. I think that the episode did a good job of showing the change in her dynamic. What do you think? Uh, I I think that this episode was an episode. I had a lot of issues with it that we can go into de- detail in. I don't necessarily think anything has changed, really. Like, this is still the same Sabrina from season one, except now she's wearing black. I think a, I think a lot has changed, if I'm being honest. I think they really leaned into her being the actual hero of the story. Once again, I'm still surprised by that. So, yeah. I, mm. Yeah, because Adelaide actually texted me, like, this was the feminist elements they were talking about. Yeah, this was... You remember what we talked about in the previous Sabrina that we did recently? Um, previous podcast. It's yeah, check that out. Everywhere. Shameless plug. Um where they, where you read that quote, I don't fully remember it, where they talk about her being this, uh, this heroine and having, and fighting that patriarchal system that she's been living in and that her family's been living in and basically all the women around her and she's going to start breaking these, these shackles around them. And this episode started to get into that. That quote was not about the last season. I'm going to maintain that. That quote was not about the last season. He was talking about this one. Okay. So, we have a lot of things to discuss in this episode, so let's try to get through everything, okay, guys? So, the first major plot point we're talking about is the nightmare, okay? And in this nightmare, we see Sabrina as the Antichrist with the three wise demons. <laughs> Come the three, what? The demons. Ignorant demons? Is I that the opposite? Because they do everything... <laughs> I don't know. But the three demons coming up to her and looking at her as the devil's like, yeah... That's the one. Mm. Like, um, so what did you guys think about this? Like, from this, we learned that the devil has been invested in her since birth. 
I'm we telling got- you, I'm sorry to say this, that devil has been eyeing her like, mm, I can't wait till she get older. Ever since, like, at first I couldn't figure out what he wanted, like, in the first season, because I kept saying he he should have killed her off, you know, when she started talking sass, okay? You should have backhanded her. Like, I don't believe in abusing children, but she needed to get slapped a couple of times, okay? So... <laughs> My whole thing was, like, I'm like, what? what is the purpose of her? And now I've realized, I feel like her purpose is to basically replace Lilith um, at some point. That she is the key to him gaining some type of power or something. And he been eyeing her since she was a kid, which is creepy in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Literally, as soon as she was born. Mm-hmm. Um, Darnell, what were your thoughts? Okay, yeah, he definitely was kind of a little pedo right there, but I think it may be foreshadowing that maybe in some way, maybe he is her father. Maybe he possessed her father and made it with the woman. Maybe that's why he's so invested in her and he's giving her so many chances. Maybe she is the Antichrist. It could be, but I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like it might be foreshadowing. Because like you said, he said, you know, he's just, he's been, as you saw, he's been watching her since forever. I was going to say, um, Darnell, I did think about that too, that if you if it really was a parallel with Jesus, right? In that Spellman, that wouldn't really be her father, right? So it could be Exactly. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing, honestly. That's kinda of where I But I said I it. Well they asked you yes, first. But you also didn't follow the rules. Point goes to Adelaide. The fuck <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else have any thoughts on the three demons that you want to discuss? Like, this is free, free for them. If you have no, my question so, were the three demons like the three kings of hell, or were they just something different? I, I don't know if they I said they were three kings, so they were the ones for later on. Okay, okay, so I just wanted to make sure they were the same one. No, because I, I wasn't sure if there was a three different demons or it was the same demons. No, they're the same right. ones, like, they were the same ones who've been following her since she was born. Her. So, I can't wait till we get to that part because I want to know what the hell they was yeah, stick their ass about because they was really on her ass. No, this is that part because we're not coming back to the Okay, oh, perfect. Right. So, what do you think they meant by her ascension? That she's going to become the queen of hell. Oh, yeah, um, that, I, yeah. I agree. That's where I'm at, at on this because that I'm not sure what else they would mean there unless she's replacing the devil himself, which is very unlikely. What I don't know. purpose does she have? If I'm being honest, I feel like she just right now. I still feel like she's useless. I'm, if I'm being honest, I don't see it. It has to be something special in her, in her blood or something like that. Um, I devil gene. Yeah, she got she got something going on. I I don't see the point in Sabrina overall. Um, but what about you guys? Like. As far as like the demons come in in their role in trying to prevent her from having that type of power, do you think they're right to fear her being in control like that or having that amount of power over everybody within the church tonight or hell or whatever? She's what fifteen? Yeah, I would fear somebody that age having that yeah. much power. She's a wild card. A wild one. What it was it? Wild thoughts or something? You said um, wild wild thoughts. <laughs> well, nice. and, uh, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I mean um, they obviously were scared that they, eventually they were gonna lose their positions you know they like know me child I'm a king or whatever they obviously 
want to get her out the way because they know they I didn't get a chance to say it, but they know that the Dark Lord has big plans for her, and obviously they were going to lose some type of power that they currently hold in hell. Well, Jasmine, you mentioned in particular when they confronted her at near the end of the episode, how they were saying we aren't like any other demons. Right, they said we, like, she was like, who summoned you? Was it the priest? Was it a student? Was it someone here? No, we don't get summoned by lowly ones like you. <laughs> I appreciated that. Like, how dare you? God, that's just, I have a lot of problems with Sabrina in this episode, just brought it all back to me because I forgot it, I wasn't really talking a lot during the last Sabrina podcast because I honestly forgot the reasons why I hated her so much and this made me remember why I hated her so much this entire this one episode made me so mad that I had to try to force us to do the podcast tonight okay you no know, you did force us to do the podcast I, tonight you really did I didn't force anybody yes you did you all volunteered to no we didn't yes, you you, did. you told me I didn't have a choice <laughs> Adelaide for not snitching. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm Adelaide, you keep, later, but you know, <laughs> you keep taking all my points, Adelaide. <laughs> hey, Michelle didn't say anything to me. It was all Jasmine. So fair. Mine is a point to Adelaide for snitching. <laughs> Excellent. I'm still ahead in points, by the way. <laughs> Anywho, like, okay, so what do you have against Sabrina in this episode? I mean, oh, she's... oh no, no, we are not doing that yet, sweetheart. Because it's gonna because no, there's a lot of stuff that we need to go through before we talk about. Yeah, because that's the meat of the podcast. Right. Us hating Sabrina. Like you just don't skip. You don't skip the foreplay. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about the basketball sequence, okay? Uh, in this basketball scene, we see Susie who decides to try out one. In 2019, what school does not have a girl and a boy's basketball First, team? No, 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 no. Let's start it off. I feel like their town is trapped in like a time paradox. I don't even know See, if that's the case yeah. or if this is just bad writing. I'm sorry. At this point, I feel like they're trying to force an issue that's not 100% there. And by the way, who's Susie? I thought it was Theo. Get it right. It's Theo at the end. Get it right. Spoilers, man. Come on. It's exactly. a podcast. No. Point to Adelaide for not spoiling. <laughs> Damn it, Adelaide! You just keep coming after me the whole podcast. Uh, this, but, is, this is my Dumbledore moment. Well, what I wanted to reason why I'm taking over for a second is because point um, for Gryffindor. No, Did you just freaking compare me to Harry Potter. I am no Gryffindor. <laughs> Thank goodness, everyone hates Gryffindor. No, Hufflepuff? No. And stop it. Minus three points for... We uh, are not uh, on Harry Potter. We are talking about Sabrina. <laughs> Different it's magical magic. universe. It's all magic. No. So anyway, what I was trying to say was, let's let's put this into context with Suzy. Um, at this point, it's Suzy. So Suzy, um, Harvey, and Ross are having a conversation. And Harvey's like, you know what? I've been practicing, you know, playing um, basketball with my dad over the summer. I think I'm going to try out. Like here, he's been a better dad. Like, he's been better than we knew him to be. And here comes Susie. Oh, I don't want to. What the heck is Wicca? Oh, the Wicca Club. Okay. Women and, and something, something about women. Okay. Oh, so that's even worse that she snubbed her nose to them. Okay. <laughs> or he snubbed his nose. But anyway. Um, so Susie's like, you know what? No offense to Wicca, but I think I'm a trial for the basketball team. And, um, and Ross, goes. no, Ross goes, it's a 
it's no there's no girl basketball team. And her response was so. And my thing was at that moment in time, I was okay with that because you thought Susie was gonna be good. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, go ahead, girl, you do that. You know, if you're really good, why not try out if you're good enough? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then the the other shoe drops, Jasmine. Well, no, first of all, um, Ellie, what were your No, no, not Ellie, because I keep starting with Ellie. Darnell, go. What were your thoughts? Yeah, she definitely jumped in. Like, I can understand. There's been plenty of females who have joined male basketball teams and football teams. I saw a couple commercials about that. But they had an interest in it since they were a child. She's just jumping in half-cocked head first, not knowing the first thing about basketball. And can I give it up to my man Harvey Harvey, for not giving in the peer pressure? Because he stuck with her. He defended her. He remained friends, passed the ball to her every time, even though she sucked. Why are you giving Harvey credit for being a good friend? Now, okay, let's be real. In high school, it is hard to deal with peer pressure. And all the guys would have been busting his balls, just busting his balls constantly. And Harvey went smack for Susie at the time. And then, I mean, just think about what he probably had to deal with if this is a real-life situation. I'm not saying he necessarily needs credit for being a good friend, but he is a good person. A really good person. Basically, what you're saying, you should at least acknowledge that she has that support system in place. Yes. Well, look, my problem with Susie and eventually Theo, since you keep saying Theo, is that there was never... The only people who bullied um, Theo were the jocks. There was a very isolated incident. And now you're saying, I'm going to go into their environment and try to be better than them. But you're not. Without practice at all. I was so under the impression that Susie or Theo was going to be very good at basketball. I was I was ready for that. I kind of expected it to go the typical, um, I guess, after school special kind of way where it's like, oh, you know, this kid is really good at basketball. Or in this case, at the time, this girl is very good at basketball. There's no girls basketball team. They'll try out for the boys team. They're better than the guys. I was expecting it to go that whole nine yards. I was very disappointed. I wanted Susie to be very good at this, and can I go into the end of that, or? Please. Yeah, I'm, about to give it, I'm about to give it to you now. Okay, cool. So, everybody says you can't try out. The coach is like, no, you can't try out. So then, uh, Stu- oh, uh <clears throat> firstly, one of the boys gave good, valid reasons yeah, that's why true. she couldn't try out. The first boy is like, no, you can't try out. We bullied you, blah, blah, blah. The second boy is like, you're short, you can't play. Get the fuck. <laughs> the coach gave a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah, they yeah, gave yeah they gave a bunch side. of reasons why this wasn't a good idea, and but, then it became an issue of you're just being sexist. Hold on, hold on. I'm just saying when they first of all, I was already irritated that they stormed into the principal's office and said we need to talk. I could not imagine Miss McLaurin letting us do that in high school. Like, just walking into her office, like, we need to talk. No, we had to go through the, the um, secretary to the, speak to her. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it, it's ridiculous to me that they have that type of access or they, uh, it, that bothers me. But not only that, that whole setup where the principal, her whole goal was to put the coach in his place, right? Where the coach is like, oh, Miss Wardwell, Principal Wardwell. It's like, okay, that's microaggression right there. Um, you didn't have to do that. You could tell that his face. Like, in the way that she said Weird it. flex, but okay. What? Weird flex, but okay. I mean, she did that early in the episode, though. 
No, but that's what basically she did. She mm-hmm. did a flex. And it was, I mean, oh, yeah. she's it that person like, who likes power. Yeah, she is. But like I said, I, because of how the show was going up until that point, that really stood out to me that she did that. Because it's showing, it's a, it's a pattern happening here where they're showing, um, they're trying to empower women by using what I what I think weaponized femininity or weaponized femininity or toxic masculinity because these are examples of what toxic masculinity would look like, which is using your aggression to try to force somebody into a role that they don't want to be in. Right, Adelaide, your thoughts? I was not expecting that this quickly. Um, <laughs> I. I don't know. I know. I see where you're coming from. Definitely. Um, on the one hand, I have seen many women who are in those situations where they say, "Oh, you miss whatever last name," when they're you know they're a doctor, they're a they they have a higher degree, they're their boss, and they don't recognize that they continue to call them miss. And that, in its own right, is is kind of a um, is kind of its own a microaggression. Yeah, that's own that's its own microaggression. So. I feel like they were going for that, but in the way that it played out, it didn't quite work out. Right, because if they, my my issue is, if they hadn't played it where it's always a black and white issue, I would be able to see it in that regard. So like when she first did that to the um, the jock kid in the in the first scene, um, when she first did it to him, I was like, okay, that's cool. When she let him know that it's principal, uh, apparently nobody knew she was principal yet. So that's what I got from it. Like I'm principal, whatever. Do as I say. Cool, fine. When he said Miss Wardwell, and he said it like to me, the actor, the male actor who played that part, he played it in a way that was very much like, um, "Hi, I'm happy to see you." And then once she said it's principal Wardwell, it was like, "Oh, I know that you're here for business." And it's going to be a problem. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not us just being cool like they like really we, were before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dar- that's that's the way that I was looking at it in that moment. Darnell, what were your thoughts? Apparently it's not. Thank um, Thanks for those excellent thoughts that no one heard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we having a bit of technical difficulty. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't see him, but... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um... Let's just skip along. Um, I I thought it was interesting the way that she played this. Um, I uh, I can see both sides of it, but it was ultimately aggressive and unnecessary to me. Um, it was a power play at that was. moment. I feel like it was like, a power it, play it, when it didn't need to be one because he right. didn't seem like he... I understand that they're going for it to be that disrespect, but at the same time... To me, that didn't land. That that was a oh hello, how are you today? Right, that, it that's wasn't. What I'm it wasn't oh Miss Wardwell, what are you doing here? You don't have the authority to say that. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't. It wasn't that because she hadn't flexed her authority at that point in time yet. She had just walked up to him. Um. So ultimately, Susie tried. Like the the gym coach was like, sure, let Susie try out. Susie's four eleven. Susie can't dribble. Susie can't shoot. Susie is going up against people who've been doing this their whole lives. So, yeah, let her try out. She won't be successful. Honestly, and I said that was the right attitude to have. And this is why. Not saying that he should should have doubted her. But well, he should have. She can't play. No, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is, let me, let me be clear. That if you felt like 
you, uh, I believe in healthy competition. Even if I don't think that you can do it, I want you to do your best to try to prove that you can. You know what I mean? Like, even though the cards are stacked against you, at least, like, you will have the chance to try out. Which is why I said Susie should have always been fighting for the opportunity to try out since there's only one basketball team. I'm okay with that. The problem that I had was when she thought that she was entitled to a role a on the, on the, the team. team because she, she just wanted out. it. Yeah. That's where I had the problem. That's why I felt like entitlement was playing a huge role in that. Did you see that, Ellie? Were you getting that same feeling? I kind of was. You... I don't necessarily think... I, I wasn't looking at it as entitled. For me, the entire time up until that point, I was assuming... Or up until, I think, Sabrina walked in to assist with the thing. Not going too far into that. But up until, like, all the way through this point, I assumed Susie had been playing basketball and this was just a writing thing that they're going on about and they're like okay everybody against her is assuming that she doesn't play and everybody like at that point I had just assumed that all right okay they don't know they don't know and for some reason I just like I assumed this was a backstory thing that we were suddenly getting that Susie enjoyed basketball that she was good at it and maybe she doesn't measure up but you know it's a decent amount so when they kept going on about this I was like okay that's a valid point Susie is four feet tall she probably can't shoot as well as the others, but I would like to see her try out. I don't think she's entitled to the spot, and I was hoping that... I wanted to see their attitude change from her talent, not... Oh, I yeah. wanted to try so out because I'm going to do it. you see that, what were your thoughts? Because, like, I'm trying to get your opinion on this specifically. Like, I, I just want to say... Because, like, all of us are minorities. So, we have a different view. It was really? I think we do. I think our skew would be different. Versus... I'm not saying it, it's not. Uh, that's not what I was saying. Go ahead, Jasmine. <sighs> My point is, I like after you saw this whole episode of how it played out, what were your thoughts on like how it played in the story arc itself? Oh, I was pissed at Sabrina, but I feel like I'm going to say that every time we talk about this. Um, I don't know. I was kind of mad the way it played out just because, yes, I, I think you guys are right that she's probably acting at the time she is probably acting as though she is entitled to that spot I would agree that yes she should try out and have the ability to try out but also like if you're just picking up a basketball for the first time don't expect to be good which is yeah. I mean I absolutely agree that was another thing too because she was she was even surprised that she was good and then like ooh, oh wait let, let before you go into more detail let's get Darnell's opinion about Okay. Thank goodness, because I'm back. Now, my whole thing as far as the basketball and the Sabrina thing, the two things kind of correlated with each other. You know, Susie standing up saying, I want to join the basketball team, and Sabrina saying she want to be top boy. I don't know why a girl want to be top boy, but I understand the position. She wants to be top girl, top bitch, whatever you want to say. And she wanted to, they both wanted to challenge the no, patriarchal. we're not talking about top boy. This is specifically Susie. I'm just saying they mirrored each other. Fine. But Susie. We talk about that, yeah. I got you. Three points to Adelaide. <sighs> Sorry. You know what, Adelaide? Me and you go have a chat. But anyway. Susie, like I said, she jumped in there. She didn't know what she was doing. And then all of a sudden, I feel like she should have realized something weird was going on when she started just making all the baskets of the world. I felt like she just yes. she just felt like her Sharingan. <laughs> she felt like her Sharingan or something kicked in and she just make all the baskets. She should have suspected something was going on. And then I still feel like 
the way you say with all that toxic toxic masculinity, the guys aren't, aren't going to respect her regardless. She's got to do something like hugely heroic. She has to save the whole school from burning down before anybody give her the time of day. I mean, give him the time of day. I'm sorry. Even then, they're not gonna. They're not. And my okay, going using this as the example, the major problem that I had with this was why, like, okay, so for instance, when um the guys came up to Susie and Harvey and was like, "You can't be here" and all this other stuff, right? Susie said, "I as dealt a, with you guys a, before. Mm-hmm. I'll do it again in a very aggressive way, right?" And my thing is, firstly, you didn't deal with them. They got they you. almost raped you. Yeah. So, like, let's not pretend that you did anything there. And then, two, the other problem that I had with it was, why is it that we're glorifying this type of violence? Because right after she said that, Harvey's like, I will beat you guys up or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, really? This is the solution to your problems is always a fight with, like, physical I mean, violence. What else could Harvey say at the time? I don't know. As a let's guy, have tea. Just, like, as a guy, okay, I'll give you that. Also, I gave you three points, but Michelle muted me, so. Thank you. Um, um, but as a guy, is this like a traditional way of handling your issues? Yeah, okay. So when we can't find the words to speak at the time, sometimes we let our t- testosterone take over. And hopefully we're doing it in the right way or doing it for the right reasons, which I felt Harvey was doing. Again, he was trying to defend his friend. And unfortunately, he couldn't articulate the finer points of let's sit down, talk about this and hear everybody's grievances. He just had to go with, look, you're showing aggression. I'm going to show aggression if you mess with my friend. And that's just how it's going to be. And even Susie, hold on, with Susie, she showed like she has so much anger pent up in her for just, again, everybody just bringing her down, bringing her down. So that's why I feel like she went hard with the guys. No, everyone was not bringing her down. Well, all all the guys on the back, the jocks. And she did not have to go into their spaces. That was a complete unnecessary decision. She wasn't good at basketball. She was not a jock in any way. She never played basketball before. Like, she did not need to go in their spaces to have that conflict. That in itself, once again, is an aggressive move on her part. It's a lot of stuff that you... It's the testosterone. It's completely unnecessary. I don't even buy into that testosterone BS. Like, there is no need for you to sit there and handle it like, you don't know how to... You, you're literally in school and where you're being taught to think. Taught to think critically, mind you. And you're still sitting here thinking that it's okay to just let your brain go and try to attack. Especially when you're, at this point, still a girl who can't even defend herself yet. Like, I don't remember her learning how, any self-defense lessons. Nothing. Well, she didn't do anything. And that's like, like where is this whole attitude coming from i just don't understand it i'm at a loss like i can't understand you just being angry from what happened to you with Mm -hmm. them before but for you to specifically want to go out of your way to try to attack them and antagonize them, well not yet not attack but antagonize them is kind of like really strange to me and then to go to what we were talking about when she started making all those shots it was at one point when she said hey guys i need to tell you something I literally looked over at Jasmine because I was like, oh, they're about to do something great. They're about to um, have it where she realizes that she didn't earn it. Like, something felt weird. No, she completely thought that was normal. And that made me think about the whole scandals that's happening now with those um, rich kids who, quote-unquote, parents 
um, lied and, you know, manipulated things for them to get into school. But when I say, quote, unquote, their parents lied, I think they definitely had um, a part of it, too, because you have to pretend to be sick and all this stuff in order to get that stuff through. You have to pose for the pictures, all of that, right? So my thing is, they thought they earned their spot, too. And that's what I feel like is happening with um, Susie, where she didn't earn her spot, but because of the way the situation was set up, she is allowed to believe that she did. You know what I mean? It's never, she is not doing any internal, um, uh, she's not looking at herself internally, doing any internal reflection upon what just happened. Why am I selling so great when before I was missing every single shot, now I had the exact opposite, and you never think, oh, this isn't normal at all? That's weird to me. I know. Go. I agree, but people can delude themselves. And as far as the anger thing, I work in retail. And it's hard to keep talking to somebody who won't listen, to try to explain to something, something to somebody that won't listen. Those jocks, they've been coming at her and coming at her and coming at her. And I felt like the whole basketball thing was just her way of saying, not even to them, but probably to herself, that she can do anything she wants. She can be who she wants. And I think that was the main thing. And um, she just... Huh? Without working for it? Okay. Yes. She was going to work for it. I feel like even if she would have washed out of the um, tryouts, if they just would have given her the chance without being such assholes, I think she would have been able to accept it without having to go to get Miss um, Warthol's demonic ass to kind of get on them. And, you know, she just loves Miss Warthol. She loves the chance to exude her power anyway. And she wants to get in good with Sabrina. So eventually, you know, they would have found, Sabrina would have found out, like, hey, Miss Warthol helped us out, which, you know, you know, made Sabrina trust her more. So I feel like that's the whole reason she helped Susie out. Um, go, well, no, she wouldn't have. But go ahead, um, wow, there was a lot going on there. Um, I mean, I feel like, yes, she, I mean, I agree with you guys. I feel like she is at this weird point where she should have stopped and, th and thought, wait, I'm making all these shots. I happen to know that my, I don't know what relationship they've got now, former best friend, best friend, questionable friendship going on, um, is a witch and uses magic abilities and they do exist. Maybe I should look around for her bright blonde hair somewhere in this crowd. Um, and just like consider that maybe. And now for me, it's like, and Darnell don't spoil it if, if it comes up in episode two already, but what I is would that, never, uh -huh. <laughs> what is that going to, what is this going to do for her? So she makes the team because suddenly she's amazing at basketball. Uh, and he makes his team. How is this going to help him now in the future on the team? Sabrina can't be there every match to make him. Well, go. if you must uh, know. No, 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 no. But no, I, I have to agree with you, Adelaide, because I think that was seriously irresponsible of Sabrina. Like, like you said, she can't be there every freaking match. She should at least cast a permanent spell on her or something. No. No, she shouldn't like, have done it at all. She shouldn't have done it. And Susie should step down because Susie knows that, well, Theo knows that they don't deserve this role. But my thing is that's the problem is that Theo doesn't know that he doesn't deserve the role. And that comes from you feeling like, uh, I was, uh, oh God, this is so frustrating for me to watch because I kept saying this is what mediocrity looks like in America. And what I mean by that is there are certain groups of people whether it's wealthy or racial class <coughs> out there 
that it's okay for you to just be who you are without putting in much effort. Not saying overall, you know what I mean? If but you're there's a, poor, a percentage of a group. Right. If you're just like middle class on up, it's okay. You know what I mean? If you're poor, you have to work a lot harder. That's why I say like from my perspective, I can never sit here and see myself being like, oh, I want to be like, okay, so I had a whim, right, recently. I decided that I wanted to be um, a veterinarian, right? Did you know that my first instinct wasn't, let me just open up my own uh, veterinary hospital. My first instinct was, okay, where do I have to start from so that way I can get all the knowledge that I need in order to care for these animals Well, correctly? that wouldn't be the step, if that's what you're saying. The step would be, who do I have to pay to get to this veterinary school? But that's my point. Like, what, one, finding the right school, finding the right program, then getting the books, putting in the research, and then cheating your way through the school. Because but no, I'm saying it. that's not what I would do. That's what no, I'm but saying. I'm saying this is the steps that a certain group would take, right? And that's basically what Susie did, right? That's what I'm saying uh, from my perspective, from being somebody who was did she hard? Yeah, she yes, did. that's exactly what she not did. intentionally. Okay, I just want to make sure not intentionally. I'm like, what? Right, right. But you know that you're not good. Like and you, not even that you not, not that you know that. that you're not good. Um, so you can question your ability in that instance, but you knew before you even tried out that you weren't good enough. That you didn't practice, that you had no experience, that you put no effort, no work in, no nothing before this, before you decided to do it. Is the point that I'm saying. Because what I'm saying is when I decided that I wanted to look into that, I definitely did my research first and was trying to map out a plan so that way I could earn that degree in that field. You know what I mean? But it wasn't a situation where I was like, mm, I'm going to do this. Let me just go and ask somebody, can I, or not even ask somebody, let me just go and tell them they have to let me into the school without knowing anything about me, whether or not I'm qualified. Did I take a medical program beforehand? None of that stuff. They should just accept me because I decided I wanted to attend a school. Why can't they just take my money, Jasmine? That would be that. And that's what she did. All right. Well, let's do final thoughts because we've been on this for a Yeah. Minute. Any final thoughts? Adelaide. Um... All right, I I hope that this okay. This is a reoccurring theme, and this will probably my comment will probably help launch us into something. Uh, this is a reoccurring theme with Sabrina, where you do the thing, you don't think of the consequences, and now Susie this time, I'm sorry, Theo is going to have to pay the consequences for Sabrina in this case because she doesn't plan ahead and she's dumb. Okay, I'm good. Uh, Darnell, thoughts go. I think this will be a great learning experience for Theo. You know, she's, he's going to learn that just because you want to do something doesn't always mean you can, regardless if it's for the right reasons or not. It, it wasn't for the right reasons. Ooh, I, I just want to say... I said or I, not. I think everyone can do something. Like, some people mm -hmm. are naturally talented at one thing, and some people can become better at something, right? Um, I feel like had she put in some effort, she would have figured out how to play basketball using her small stature to an mm -hmm. advantage. It's not like we haven't had short basketball players. So that's that's the only thing I want to say to that. It is possible. I'm just upset that she didn't try. I would have liked her to at least try and not come in there with an attitude like, I belong here, like I'm entitled to this position, when you don't belong here in the sense that, when I say here, I mean on the team. You don't belong on the team because you didn't actually try out. Okay, quickly, Adelaide. 
Um, I my mom said the same thing because we were watching it together and we were planning on watching the whole series together. Um, she said, "Well, there has been short basketball players," and I said in response to this, uh, "Yes, but that means six foot two instead of six foot seven. So that's well, no, there was there is there's some five, there's some five and shorter. Like if you watch five foot nine, you can see five it foot was seven, five foot nine, five foot seven, yeah. I could find one. Oh, the shortest I think was five six, five hmm. six or five seven. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, a taller than her four eleven. I was gonna yes, say she's still like four foot something. So, so yeah, this is it. We're done with this. Um, Let the, us know what you guys think about Susie. I mean, sorry, Theo and his his ability to ignore the fact that he's not skilled at basketball. I think that he should have every right to it, like people who actually earned it. All right, so Sabrina decides to run for top boy. Um, what were your thoughts on this, uh, Adelaide? Go. Um, I was fine with that. I, I fell into the trap that they were writing here which was um yes women should do, all totally deserve to have this chance and it doesn't need to be just the men having this role um so running for it i was fine with i was looking forward to seeing how sabrina would screw this up no no what were your thoughts go i'm so glad i could talk about this because my first thoughts i'm sorry wasn't about equality imagine why is she always starting shit she knows nobody likes her there. She knows that people are out to get her, and she just keeps putting a target on her back. I, I get all the other stuff and why she felt like she needed to do it, but it's just not smart from a strategic standpoint, in my in my opinion. Oh, my God. It was so wrong. It was so wrong. I'm trying... Uh, it's not my turn to go. Okay. So, here's here's my problem with that. Um, her wanting to be top boy, right? My problem was that she, once again, did not earn that at all to even think that she could compete. And not because she's not a boy. Mind you, well, I think... Because he went down a list of reasons that she should not be top boy. Well, when well, you say he... Faustus, he was like, you're not in the school full time. You yeah. don't... You don't care about this. You don't care about that. And then even Ambrose went down a list of reasons why. Later like, on. Yeah. yeah. But we'll get to Ambrose separately. And that's like, that's what I'm saying. That was the problem that I had. It's like, why do you feel like it is your duty, somebody who doesn't know pretty much anything or respect this religion at all, to come in to fix it, to be in your image and think that everybody should support you if anything, you she thinks everyone should support her because she's a girl versus because of what she has to offer, which isn't much. Is it because she's a girl or because she's a spellman? I feel like it's. I that think it's because she's episode, yeah. the daughter of the devil. Because look at what you just said. She's coming in and trying to change it into her image. Didn't Satan try to do that? Just think about it. The parallels are there. Yes, the parallels are there, but no, Sabrina. And I was saying to um, Jasmine, if she, if her goal was to break the patriarchy within a church at night, which I'm fine with, there's a way of doing it where it's beneficial to everyone because not only women suffer in uh, a patriarchy system, men do too. You know what I mean? There's certain things that's put in place that will keep them in a certain way of thinking and women as well. And my, what I would have liked for her to do is if you wanted to make those changes, you should have picked a candidate who was better for the the job. And you who mean was prudence. More, like Prudence, for example. Prudence, yes. yes. Perfect example. Her father doesn't respect her mm-hmm. um, because she's a girl. She's been in the church all her life. She's a devout believer. She she's know, not constantly But she's so self-absorbed. No, she's not. not. That, like, her character development's on point. I don't even consider her being self-absorbed I before. think she was just devout. Yeah, and she was a true believer, and compared to Sabrina, 
she like she looked like Sabrina looked down on her, so the audience was forced to try to look down on but her. But I but the problem is for the first season what you're referring to. I looked at Sabrina as being self-absorbed because mm-hmm. the only problems that she cared about was her the own. ones that affected her. Right. And then when people presented her with a, a, a statement saying, what you're doing is hurting these people or going are going to hurt these people, meaning it hasn't happened yet. Her response was, so what? This is what I wanted. That's an example of being self-absorbed. With um, Prudence, it was just more or less she didn't have a place or she felt like she couldn't speak. And if you were Sabrina and you felt like, this was a problem within a church. I would think that you would take it upon yourself to see if um, Prudence would be willing to take on that role because she's a better example of what the Church of Night is looking for, but she's also the type of person who would want to make changes so women can be in a room. You know what I mean? I mean... Adelaide, your thoughts? Adelaide? (laughs) Um, And, like, in addition to that, Prudence is known in that school. She has influence already she and her and the weird sisters are already they've already made a name for themselves as i don't want to say top dogs but they kind of have in a way and that would have lent itself better her popularity her standing would have lent itself better to this it would have been a better move for sabrina to say i nominate prudence and then assist prudence along the way but no it had to be sabrina because she has to be the center of attention right now thoughts go okay Sabrina may not be popular, but she's infamous. And didn't in the first season, the Weird Sisters place a curse on her? I mean, they, they had a very tenuous kind of relationship. I know it's a lot better now, but you can't just place everything in somebody like that. Sabrina's whole mindset is, you know, I can't trust anybody else to do it, so I have to do it myself. And that's why I think she went for it. No. no. Because, like, the, yes. the Weird Sisters were completely capable of letting any grudges they had go. But Sabrina is too immature to do that. But she's mature enough to make these changes that will only affect her. Like, in the, I mean, it's supposed to affect the future generations. It's going to affect the future generations. No, this is the guise of feminism. It's a, it's a sword and a shield. She's using feminism as a sword, but she's also using it as a shield to actually, instead of actually helping other women and lifting them up. She's like, she's not. Like, she does nothing to help these other women. In this church. Right. Like, for instance, if you're trying to help somebody who's being abused, right, you doing that, and when I say abused, I mean physically and mentally abused, and they've been going through this for years, right? What you would do is not go into their place and say... And beat up their boyfriend. Right. Or even yank them out of the situation, because a lot of times they run back to it. You know what I mean? Or not even that they run back to it, they... They don't, the, don't have the tools to actually escape success. Right. Or they don't know what it looks like to be in a healthy relationship, or they start displaying that on um, other people who aren't... Um, who are weaker than them and things like that. So you can't just go and think that me bashing my way in is what you do. You have to fight this type of thing with a scalpel. Take a piece out from here, replace it with something better, and keep doing that until it's a chain reaction where things, you know, evolve from that point. You know what I mean? That uh, That's the problem that I had with um, that action. Uh, final thoughts, Adelaide, go. Um, I think what we're getting at, and I can, I'm perfectly happy being the one to say this, Sabrina's using white feminism instead of feminism as a whole. 
and that's it's making it more about herself it's making it more about how she stands in it instead of being about the women around her and the women that are actually and all the women affected by it it's i don't like the way this is i'm going to change it under the guise of this is how i perceive it instead of nominating somebody who would have been better placed in the position and would have been better at changing minds well not even just that did you ever ask yourself if this is what they wanted at all because like at certain points like you have to know when you need to step back Mm -hmm. and you know you have to know when your place is if you need me i'm here you know what i mean she's constantly being rejected even in that scene where um everyone was rooting for nicholas to be top boy right and then and no one except a prudent well, not even that. Faust said, um, does anybody want to challenge? Because Sabrina didn't even look interested until he said challenge. If I'm being honest, I think that's what her thing is, that she just wants to challenge just to challenge. And she oh, absolutely. saw an opportunity to do it, so she did it. Um, and the only thing I want to say is, even within that scene when everybody was rooting for Nicholas after um, the whole announcement was over and nobody came to pat uh, Sabrina on the back, she looked around upset by that. Why? No one knows you, boo. No one likes you. Like, there now. Final thoughts. Go. Okay, so, again, as far as it goes with Prudence, not that she said she wouldn't be a good choice, but Prudence would not have been able to run for that because her father would have kind of put the kibosh on it. Sabrina has to answer to Blackwell, but not to the same level as Prudence does. And I feel like you said... But it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. And then... You said that nobody, like you said, you have to ask if anybody wants to change. She, like People are so sti- steeped in that tradition there that nobody was going to stand up and ask for a change. And it's like, okay, if nobody wants to change, but you feel like it should change, if they're not going to do it, you can... Because she has to be a part of that whole no, religion doesn't. now. She's she sold her soul, so she has to be a she part of it now. She go to another church. If you don't like the way this church listen, is running, go to another one. She's, I feel like... Listen, you talk about doing with a scalpel. I feel like she's trying to do it, not with a hammer, but in a sense, she's trying to change stuff now. That Yeah, the older generation may hate it, but the children, as they grow up in these new traditions and things like that, they'll begin but to accept they it. they don't hate it. That's the problem. Like, this is what I'm saying. No, I'm saying they're going to hate what Sabrina's doing, not what this current right. going on. But I'm saying but, the children like, won't. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. The children don't hate it. Right. That's the problem. No. Like, there are, like, I don't believe in racism at all. There are a lot of people who are racist. And people keep saying that racism is going to die out with the older generations. But how many generations have we been saying that about now? It's a lot. It's not dying out. And it's the reason why it's not dying out. Those way, that way of thinking is passed on generationally. Yeah. And, my thing and you got to offer new ways of thinking. Right, right. But you don't come in with a sledgehammer and start knocking down walls. What you do is start your own church. Right. You do, like, it's a lot of work. From religion. Like, Martin Luther was like, nope, I don't like with this aspect. Here's a new one. Lutheran. God. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what she should have done. Mm. She should have started her own church and then created those rules, invited them to come in, let them see how it's better. You don't just go in and say, your stuff is trash, but I'm going to sit in here. Mm-hmm. I feel... I'm sitting here. Now, would this be a new church based on the Dark Lord? Because I feel like she's just trying to break away from religion, entire, religion entirely. They're going to send more demons after her, so... Okay, so what's the... My thing is... Why is it that her life is more important than the lives of everybody else there? Why is it her way of her thinking, comfort? Because she got comfort. she got white hair now. I don't get no. This conversation's over. Your points are invalid. Yeah, uh, you're just trying to. You're, you're now. Yeah, yeah, you're killing Minus me. Twenty points. 
You can't no, keep mine. I'm going to add 2,000. So what? Let's go. You don't have point control. Nah, exactly. Y'all just so demeaning. 2,000 to Adelaide just for you being a jerk. Okay, what? what are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever. Um, let's move on to Sabrina attacking. Oh, no. We got to talk about the three trials and her cheating and ultimately losing top boy. I mean, in the... Also, f- mm, go ahead. Well, in the first one, she cheated, but didn't she have a decent enough reason because she almost no. lost her life and she was kind of freaked out? No. no. She wouldn't have she known anyway. Any. There's no way she could have gained all that knowledge right, exactly. overnight. But that she, wasn't gonna she would have had, had a better chance if she wasn't constantly worried somebody was going to come up and attack her with rats. What are you talking about? That was like one hour out of a whole 24 exactly. hours that happened. What I'm saying is after that, she's probably constantly looking it over her shoulder. It was already nighttime. Get out of here. Not, she was going to go to bed. Right. Listen, all she did was banish the demon. It's not like he couldn't just come back. So, I mean, she was probably freaked out. Just saying. It's like, hold on. No. No. That's like Adelaide, a, no. Come on. It's like if you no. get a killer and you get away from no. the killer, but you didn't get rid no. of him. No. Adelaide. <laughs> Oh, no, I feel like we're bullying him a little bit. <laughs> no, that was an invalid point. That was an invalid you point. You are bullying. a little bit. Bullying a lot. Like, one hour she was attacked. Ooh, how scary. And she knows nothing about this church. And she and is crying. Really? House is really? So, if, exactly. if somebody attacked you tonight, but they, you got away, but you didn't capture them, you wouldn't be freaked out for the rest of the night? Real talk? I am not a witch. If somebody attacked me, I don't have the ability to be like, in five minutes, boom, boom, pow, I can go home now. What if you stayed, what if, what, what if you stayed at the police station all night? Would you, would you still, would you feel that's comfortable enough? That's a completely different She story. went home. But her house is protected. Her house is protected. Exactly. Like, like a, she could have studied, studied all night. But what you're saying, you don't, point. you don't know if the demons can kind of break through that. They are strong Dude, ass demons. That was that whole point in the first episode. The only reason that Batty Bad was able to get into her house is because Sabrina brought the thing in, but their house is on hollowed ground and it's sacred and nothing but spellments can get in there. Which is why we said she doesn't have an excuse. No, because she's still thinking about when she leaves off no, the hollow no, ground no, and something attack. You can't no, stay there forever. Adelaide, you can't stay Adelaide, there forever. You can't stay there forever. You can't. You can't stay Adelaide. there forever. I will say trauma is a thing, but at the same time, there's no way. I, I can understand her being like, "All right." What happened was when I was watching this again with my mother, she said, "Wow, that's a very high school thing to do to go and ask for an extension." that doesn't really appeal to an adult audience. And I was like, I agree. That's not something like, it's an understandable thing to do for a high schooler. And then upon not getting it. Yeah. Cheating. That's a high schooler thing to do. It's very high school. And it was for me, it's like, you're not going to prove your point that you earned this position. If you cheat the entire way to get there. And let's face it. What are you even doing? You don't have the knowledge to do this in the first place. Even if you'd studied for an extra hour all night. And I think that was the point. Like, she doesn't have the knowledge. And they even told her, you don't, you ain't built for this. You have none of the skills that you need for this. You haven't studied magic long enough. You aren't incorporated in the church enough. You aren't studying our Bible enough. Mm-hmm. But, Donnell, please, go tell us your stupid point of view. Uh, uh, you are um, such a hater. Aggressive. Like, really hating. We what? can't hold on. We can't preach about um, women bullying men in the show, and then we do it here. I'm secretly. His point of view I feel like that's what you invited me on, just so you could just tear right, me normally down. Normally, I'm so the one hurtful. that's preaching about bullying guys, but I'm the only one that hasn't done it yet. <laughs> Thank you, Adelaide. <laughs> but you took all my points anyway. What I'm saying is, again, I'm gonna get off of this. I'm just saying, 
you got to think about what's going to happen when you leave that house. And again, it's fine. She probably shouldn't have cheated, but I felt like, again, when you're in a high schooler, you feel like that's your only way out. And again, what do you mean probably? <laughs> what happened to integrity? Do we not what integrity does that school have? Yeah, They've always been after her forever. Like the students true, have a lot true. of integrity. The adults might not. They don't. They've been, but the students they, are constantly like, "This is not right. This is what we're doing." True. Like, but the adults, like you said, they've been after her ass forever. So I don't feel like she owes them anything. And obviously, what's his name, Nick? He doesn't on, care. He just he he want to get in Sabrina's pants, so it doesn't matter to him if he wins or lose. It doesn't because he my, helped dominate. My problem is with what you just said. It doesn't affect the adults. It's going to affect the kids. So the ones who like you're supposed to represent. Oh my god, she's basically Trump. No. Oh, can oh, we not go there, please? please? No. Wait, who's Trump? Who's Trump? No. We are moving on now. That's the end of this topic. She's no. no. I just want to make sure she wasn't calling me Trump. Like, hold up, hold up. No, no, okay, no. Okay, about to be fighting, about to be fighting words. Okay. Enough of the word. Okay, fine. She trumped the no. conversation. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Sabrina uh, that is, bus like, is going to come around and hit you soon, Michelle. <laughs> Sabrina and um, Sabrina is upset about what happened to her, and she attacks Ambrose. Okay, now verbally attacks Ambrose. No, she and with wind threatened him. Yeah, she was. Like, she was doing the clear. most. She threatened him, and this was a very toxic situation. And my problem specifically with this was one: Ambrose was like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to fight," and tried to escape. Firstly, she hold on. Drunk. She locks him in the room, and she's like. I am the bully. I am the one that you need to be afraid of. Blah, 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 blah. Let's not forget that Ambrose only has like two or three places that he can go. Sabrina has the entire world and she makes one of those places unsafe. And I am telling you, okay? And I, I let me speak directly into the mic with this. If she was my cousin, I would have killed her. One of us would have been dead when Hilda opened that door. Because what you're not going to do is try to make me feel uncomfortable in my home. Ellie, your thoughts? Um, I agree. Ambrose is, at least at this point in time, still one of my favorite characters. And how dare she? I don't like her. She is... She's using this power that she has, that she's gotten just by pure birthright, which is, you know, dumb on its own. Um, and she's... she's She knows she's this precious chosen one. She pretends that she doesn't want to be. But now she's using all of that, and she's using it against Ambrose as well. She's turning against her own family. And Ambrose has been one of the few people that has supported her throughout this entire thing. How dare she turn against him? Not only did she turn against him, but when Hilda came into the room, she told her, you need to go to bed. Oh, I was so proud no, of Hilda. No, we're not there yet. Okay, I'm not at that part yet listen. because I want to... No, um, no, no. Okay. So I'll I, give you 200 points because I just messed you up. Appreciate so. it. <laughs> I think that whole thing represents the turn in her personality that the whole first episode was trying to show. And again, if I was her cousin, I'd be like, look, you're doing the most right now. You're doing too much. Because I understand she's trying to figure out who's attacking her, but you don't go after one of your closest family members and closest friends and just... I feel like the moment she signed that book, I feel like her soul... I don't know, got a little bit more tainted, or maybe she just feels like she could let a lot more of her darker inhibitions out because she really was coming at him kind of exactly hard. That's exactly what it is. She's got a gun, exactly and now she's waving it, it around. Well, she even said that. She, well, she like, is a teenager. And the, and the devil said he was coming for me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't want my mortal friends to see me as a bad person. But what were your thoughts on this scene, Michelle? You didn't say yours. Oh, um, trying to think. Basically... 
she, Sabrina's problem with Ambrose in that moment was that he didn't immediately say, I'm going to vote for you. you. Yeah. And he said that he named his reasons why. He said, you're not investing in church. You're only here because a, a group of witches ordered you to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, you all constantly undermine the um, the beliefs of the church. You are um, trying to basically destroy it. All this other stuff, right? And he said, those are the reasons why I'm not outright supporting you. But I want to see how you perform during the trials, is what he said. That wasn't enough for Sabrina. No. What she wanted was his... Um, um loyalty. unwavering loyalty to her whether or not she earned it and that's the problem that I had this whole thing if you haven't noticed from me anyway this entire episode is about people earning their spaces and whether or not you need to earn it or whether it should just be handed handed to you should you be entitled to a space just because you decided that's what you want mm-hmm. and that's basically what was happening over and over again that was a parallel between Susie slash Theo and Sabrina. Do you think this was the epiphany? For us or for them? Both. For me, no. Because I always knew she was crazy. Now, for everybody else, I mean, because we were looking at other interviews that took place. Um, and right now, they are preaching that Sabrina is the perfect example of femininity. Not perfect. but oh, she's I have a, a question about that. She's a great example of femininity and that um, little girls should be watching this show because this is what a strong woman looks like. No. Yeah. And I'm one of my um, friends did make a point who, you know, we were talking to about it. And what she said was that... It feels more like this is an example of what teenage femininity looks like and what they're being taught today versus what an adult woman would think this is supposed to look like. Well, also, is this feminism or is this what the media wants to portray as feminism? Mm -hmm. Because those are two different things. To some people. Adelaide, your thoughts? Um, This is kind of where I went in with, uh, I mentioned the charmed thing. Um, they're kind of on the same side where they're trying to drive a point across, but I feel like both of them are missing the core aspect that, like, they're trying to deliver a message, but both of them are doing it in such an incorrect way that it's either just portraying feminism as how the media sees it, or it's portraying it in an over-the-top... Actually, both of them are kind of how the media sees it, just in different lights. Um, and that's how this is going for Sabrina, and I don't know if, if it's what you guys brought up where it's her age and it's how teenage feminism kind of is and it's like rising to fight the in a more aggressive way or if it's I don't even know where I was going with that but if it's if it's along those lines or if it's just how the media sees it and I feel like I almost feel like it's leaning towards the media more than anything else this is almost like what I said with Charmed where it's feminism but from a guy's perspective yeah, well, let me interject right there. I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that because twenty of we were we had decided to look at these episodes and see who was writing it. And twenty of the episodes are written by a man. Well, all tw- there are only twenty episodes. Right, there's only twenty episodes. So the all lead 20, writer, the is lead a man. writer is a male. Mm-hmm. It's very he's few also females. A it's all it's very few. Fe- he's an executive producer. Mm-hmm. It's very few females that are actually on the writing credits list as well. So this is. At, the very least a male's perspective of feminism that might explain why it's so aggressive right and that's still a problem for why women are buying into this publicly Mm -hmm. 
Because even we were looking up um, later on after we already watched it, we decided to look up other people's reviews on mm-hmm. it. And a lot of people were c- applauding Sabrina for how she was behaving around Ambrose. Yeah, quite a few. And also, this was the second time that in this... I'm surprised you didn't call this out, Adley, because you tend to call this out even faster than I did. But this was the second time this episode that we saw a minority be bullied. Because first it was the coach, and then it was Ambrose. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. The difference is that the coach actually stood up, stood up for, for himself. himself. Whereas Ambrose basically whimpered in the corner. Mm-hmm. Like, he was very much like, I don't want this at yeah, all. Yeah, and poor Ambrose, as you guys mentioned, it's his house. He has nowhere else to go. Where is he going to go if she starts acting like that all the time? He didn't want to fight his cousin. So what's wrong with that? No. no. Poor guy's going to turn into a victim in his own house. He's going to end up exactly. abused, and that's horrible. Poor Ambrose. He's basically Hilda. Right. That's what's happening. You're seeing the development of Hilda and Zelda's relationship through the uh, through the lens of Sabrina and so, Ambrose. Hilda and Zelda 2.0 is what you're saying? Yes. Let me tell you your thoughts, though, now. Wait, did you say let me tell you? No, <laughs> no she, no, she, she said let me tell you your thoughts. So <laughs> Man, I, I was listening and like, I want to know what my thoughts are. <laughs> now you said tell. <laughs> well, apparently you're pro-abuse, apparently. <laughs> I'm not pro-abuse. I mean, my whole thing, like I said, she's, I feel like she's coming into her own and trying to accept this new power. And I feel like she really doesn't know what she's going to go with it. Now, as far as you said, Amel wrote the um, script and everything for the past 20 episodes. You don't know if he didn't get a female's opinion, but again, we're going to assume he didn't. He definitely, <laughs> that is a cop-out, okay? Just Listen, okay? No, okay wait, Hold on, let wait, me wait. explain. Fine. Yeah, because you don't know what she's about Because to say, if okay. this was reversed, mm-hmm. if this was, um, uh, if Sabrina was a man and Ambrose uh-huh. was a woman, and she came in, and and he had he was the one who came in aggressively like that. We would be First saying while he while she was intoxicated, exactly where she couldn't even think straight. You could tell by the blurriness of the room that was the way he, he was, was seeing things. Yeah, we would be like, she is a victim. This is sad. How could he do this to her? But because this is a girl, we're supposed to be like, this is okay. See, and that all right. So hold I, on, I, I never said she was in the right. Okay, but let me just make a, a statement. This is what I mean about, this is what toxic femininity is. There's a, a different side of that. And that is when you use the fact that you're a woman to abuse somebody else and have them not be able to defend themselves. And in that regard, it's like women who like to slap men. Mm-hmm. And, but and dare expect them, them not to hit them. Right. So it's like you can't abuse somebody and then hide behind the fact that you're a woman and say, you can't stand up for yourself. You need to take what I dish out to you because I'm a woman. I'm quote unquote weak. You know what I mean? I don't believe women are weak. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that was like a really, really bad moment for Sabrina. And I think anybody who is in support at that moment really should step back and try and to evaluate themselves. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, not even evaluate themselves. Evaluate what happened look at it from a third perspective and use your critical eye to see the they did really good acting in there especially the guy who plays ambrose like the look on his face alone he looked scared like he didn't mm-hmm. understand what was happening that is important to take in and also um darnell like the fact that she says she's growing up but she's growing into her own my thing is we would never excuse a guy for this so why are we making excuses for her? I wasn't really making excuses. I was just saying, okay, this is what led to this point. Because the first thing I said about that whole scene that she was doing the most. She was doing way too much. 
I'm just saying this is what kind of what point A, point B, point C. This is what kind of got her to this point. And right. she, like I said, she needs to chill the fuck out. Okay. <clears throat> wait, wait. Now, guys, come on. Let's, let's pull back on cursing, guys. Come on now. Ellie. My bad. I, I was only going to build off what you were saying earlier, where it was um, how women use it as a shield sometimes. And this is why men are often not believed when they're abused. Like, a lot of people say, oh, why didn't you just hit her? Or why... You couldn't have been abused by a girl, or haha, you were abused by a girl. Like that's this is why people aren't. This is why guys don't aren't believed. This is why guys have trouble reporting this kind of stuff because like women that hide behind that that shield in a way, and that's why you know we can't just not call her on it. This is why feminism doesn't include this aggressive action in it, or it shouldn't. But sex of it do so. You know what, this, I would love if this show actually was sitting here making this type of commentary on it. Because, like, that's why I said, in the system of patriarchy, both sexes are victims to how it's set up, right? There is a lot of emotional and physical turmoil that takes place for each group to participate in it. Or when I say sexes, I mean actual sexes, I'm not talking about genders because that's a, a whole other thing. Um, so, if they, I wish that that's what they were doing. Then I, I always try to look for the show to be smarter than what it apparently is because I thought this show was really smart last season. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're going to set up the main characters to be somebody we hate so we can actually sit here and look at the commentary on what it means to be a woman today in this type of world. Like, I thought they were great. No. I just hope no. that we're going to see a similar setup to what happened last season where it's a lot of buildup and then massive consequences about halfway through. I, I'm kind of anticipating that to happen, but we'll see. The blowback. Yeah. But also I don't want them don't to know. fall in that I don't formula. Think, I think it took too long to get to the blowback. And I don't think those consequences were harsh enough if we're being honest. No, her consequences... And she lost her soul. Have ultimate power. Right, that was her consequence. Well, her consequences... Your consequence is power. Is that I didn't get everything that I wanted because right. I wanted the power without, without the consequences. Well, and the consequences yeah. are others take that burden instead of her. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just hoping that maybe we'll evolve past that in this season. I don't know. I've still, I guess I'm still stupidly optimistic about this. But oh well. Well, we have four seasons of this show, so. Oh, we yeah. never said we were going to do all four seasons. <laughs> has it been confirmed? <laughs> like if... four more seasons. Oh, yeah, yes. it has. It has. It's been confirmed up to season four. Yeah, so two more seasons. Sabrina in college. Let's hope. No. Okay, the 90s series no, tonight, it was like, bad. If she does Yeah, it that, was. Also, what grade is she in? Yeah. I'm going to say 10th. 10th grade. I don't know. I assume, I've been assuming she's 15, 16 tops. Oh, it was her 16th birthday. So how old are you? What grade are you in at 16? It depends on... Like, like 10th or 11th. Grade. Yeah. Yeah, I was in 11th too. Yeah. So definitely Sabrina in college. She's going to go to the Wizarding Arts. Isn't this a new year? Yeah, a new cycle. New year. Yeah, she, yeah, she said it was a new cycle. Mm-hmm. So. Um, is there anything else that we need to talk about really quickly? Zelda and the priest relationship? Yeah. So. I mean, again, I mean, other people are starting to notice she's getting a little preferential treatment. And is she? Because she really, like, I question. Said, I, I mean, before that, where okay, we, we see had no hair of the other baby like this whole episode. Like she sent the baby away. Yeah, to Mother Gothel. Oh, okay. Or I mean, basically, right? Basically. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, but go ahead, talk about the relationship since you came out here. <laughs> I mean, just think about it. When she first walked into the room, and uh, what's her name, Prudence, was um talking about, I'm not the wet nurse. He's like, I'll treat you however I want to. And she's like, she came in, put the hand on the baby, and he's just like, you're a um Hanson, I think he called her, which I guess is the opposite of God. Hellson. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hellson makes sense. But she's the baby's godmother. True, she but the, and she was friends with his wife. There's a lot of reasons why that. Well, you can see how the other people are looking at her. So. I mean, they're they that, and I felt like right. that scene delved more into the way he treats Prudence versus the way he treats Zelda. Mm-hmm. Right, and that well, I think it was like both twofold there because you got to see that he really does not value prudence and he doesn't value women at all unless he's having sex with them mm-hmm. and that's what you can see there he was looking at her like "Ooh, i can have you be my wet nurse you know especially what i mean especially since um he wouldn't let prudence take his name yeah so it's just like that was funny it's just like explain why that was yeah, funny please no the wet no. nurse part the wet nurse part oh okay we're all gearing <laughs> like up to fight ready I was like, no, I know, I don't want to, I don't want to do this, no. But um, yeah, like I, that's what I got more from it is that he's just he doesn't respect women in general, and I think that is like that's why I said I feel like Prudence would have been a better choice for fighting that system, only because one, that's her father, and two, she needs to find her own. Her, her own voice outside of him because she's been you could absorbed tell. by him. but yeah she, she's not protected like sabrina is you gotta remember like you say he doesn't care about women he didn't really care what his wife died and he doesn't even let her have his um he did care about when his wife not, died. He just cared about his son more. not really it's not the same level like i feel like if she stepped out there he would definitely get her kill her get her out the way see sabrina That's is protected sabrina by the dark lord protect her mm-hmm. and then have her at the spellman house like, honestly, if you're going to weaponize your femininity, you should weaponize it in that sense. Use it to protect somebody instead of trying to destroy everybody. Exactly. Use but see, if, if she did that, she would have to protect um, Prudence and the two weird sisters because if he can't get her, he didn't want to the other two just to um, affect Prudence. So then she would have to have okay. all of them there. Like, so Sabrina never... didn't care about them. Right. It's like, she doesn't even care about them now. Last like, season, she, she tried to kill them. one of them. No, she did kill yeah, one she of them. Killed I mean, they tried to kill her a couple times, and they right. caused her boyfriend's brother to die, so... No, that's not even what I was going for. The point is that there's no love lost there, so who cares? Like, uh, Prudence, even though she... Prudence would care, about, yeah. Even though Prudence cared about the girl, she was still willing to let her die to prove mm-hmm. a point because she thought she could bring her back. Yeah, that's the reason, but she would have did it if she didn't think she could bring her back. Right, but still, that's still a dangerous situation. What I'm saying is... Just take her to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Let's talk about. Uh, you gotta say that again. Anything else that you guys want to talk um, about? I want to briefly cover that scene with Zelda and um, the high priest. I can never remember how to say his name. Um, Faustus. Faustus. Um, yeah. At the end, where they're playing, I assume some form of chess, and she kind of mm-hmm. that was the. I liked that scene with her almost taking the power back in that scenario. Yeah, but I she, liked it too. But she only did it because somebody called her out on it. My bad. <laughs> yeah, but the only problem that I had with it was that her way of leveraging her role was through sex. And I get that that is a thing, but I don't know. I just feel like I, I really hate when they um, 
when a strong female character is only strong because she withdraws she weaponizes yes and yeah and I, just, I was worried so ahead, i know that darnell a while ago you said something about sabrina um potentially bearing the dark lord's son or something that that's what you're anticipating to happen. I don't know if that's still your hypothesis at all, but Ew. I didn't think they would go that route, and now I'm starting to worry that they would, and that will be the fastest way to get me out of the series. Like, point blank, well, like I leave immediately. Either that, or again, she was the Dark Lord's daughter all along, you know, through evil, immaculate conception. But the thing about Zelda and um, Faustus... I mean, sex is really the only thing he cares about and pertains to her. I mean, I know she's the evil godmother or whatever, but I feel like he can find anybody else to do that. And I feel like the sex appeal is the only thing that she did have the leverage. You know, when you only have one thing to leverage, that's what you leverage at that point. She has so the you baby. Got... Last season, right? And last last season, she didn't even have that because he was straight up like, "I don't, I don't care about you." Yeah, when she's like, "Let's have sex" or something like that, and mm-hmm. he's like, "No, this was I'm good." good. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, I don't want her to lean in on this too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that is like, that is an iffy situation. A lot of women think um, guys are controlled by sex. Not to the point where they won't still mess you up or whatever. You know what? Depending on what situation you're in, you can't use sex to get out mm-hmm. of it. You're. It's not like, people like to joke to say the vagina is so powerful. In certain aspects it is, but... No. You know what I mean? Not enough to stop a bullet. Not enough to stop me from whooping your kid. Not enough for any of that stuff. Because he's still attacking Sabrina even though she is having sex with him. Okay, final thought. I think he can stop a bullet. Okay, we're done with no, you. Adelaide. I'm good. I got nothing else. Oh, what about... um? Darno, you said that you wanted to talk about um, Prudence's relationship with Sabrina and how it changed. Mm. Um, just in general, the whole episode they seem like they're on a lot friendlier terms. She also second, um, you know, second her to be nominated as top boy, even though I know that was just more of a dig to get at her father. Just the overall vibe between those two in general just seems a lot better. On top of that, um, that's pretty much it. Now, again, as they started off as um, enemies, curses being placed, it was, and then kind of they developed to kind of frenemies, to unlikely allies, and now I feel like they're full on friends. What do you think? Um, I was gonna say something else entirely about friends, but if we want to go on that topic, um, I do feel like there's something developing there. I that came out as shipping but not intended um that's what i heard <laughs> i mean if we want to jump on that ship i'm totally for that too however i don't see that yet no Let, uh, let's jump on it let's see where this goes no, no we're not doing this right now Keep i think we topic. should we already we, we're, we're no, right. no no no. i'm just saying prudence deserves better than somebody Valid, yes, what stay focused um okay i was gonna say that i don't think i definitely see that there's a change in their relationship um and there's some respect there. I won't say there's friendship yet, but there's respect. Um, if I could slightly adjust the topic, very slightly, um, can we address Prudence's the look on Prudence's face when she anticipated, uh, or when um, Faustus was saying who the next top boy was going to be? Right. That's the problem. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. So that was end. sad. That was a sad moment, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, just to see that she was getting her hopes up. And I was sitting here like, why are you doing that? <laughs> like, I really was confused. Me like, too. I was like, like oh, honey, it's not you. Exactly. Right. And, but when he said... he was very clear that it was a boy. Yeah. And when he said Ambrose's name, 
I was like, oh, not because she was upset about it, because I was like, girl, you set yourself up for failure having your hopes up. You know what the type of man your father is. But I was more upset that Ambrose got the role because people are going to say he didn't earn it, which he didn't. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So I'm like, he is only there because he is a victim of his situation. Because, um, what's his name? Faustus knows that he can use the fact that Ambrose, Ambrose can't go, yeah, can't go anywhere and keep putting over his head that I'll open more doors for you if you. Oh need yeah, stuff he that wants I a want. he wants a spy in the Spellman House, and that's what he's going to use Ambrose for. Mm. That's entirely where that's yeah. going. I mean, it made it a lot easier to decide to you know do that. If I'm being especially honest, especially since she's victimizing. Ambrose I mean, honestly, there. yeah, that's you could probably get more information out of Sabrina than you could Ambrose, but the way he's going with it, I think that's where they're supposed to. That's what we're supposed to be thinking at this point, anyway. Uh, final thoughts, Darnell. If you have any, let's go. Quick to the top. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Ambrose Ambrose is too loyal to Spy, no matter what. Well, that's the point of him saying, I can open these doors for you. That's the point of him promoting him in such a way. He's trying to build his loyalty to him instead of to the Spellmans. And with Sabrina mm-hmm. acting as she is, it's very likely that he could change that loyalty over. I don't think so. He's a true, he's a true bro. Okay, well. Let's talk about the love triangle. Her and what is it? Harvey, Roz, and Sabrina, really quickly. Okay. Wait, is it love square? Because Nick is kind of thrown in there too. Oh yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, you stepped out on this bridge. Still, some opinions around. I mean, I mean, you saw the whole thing how Ross and um, Harvey's relationship is starting to blossom and things of that nature. Um, Nick has been trying to get in Sabrina's pants like since he first got introduced. And I feel like the longer Sabrina stays away, it opens the doors for new feelings to develop in the, as things do in high school. And I feel like that would be part of the reason she might get drawn back to um, high school, not just to be with her friends, but really just to secure her Harvey. Because, again, she wants, she wants her cake, she wants her pie, and she wants to eat it all. You know, the problem that I have with that whole situation is that I don't like Nick. Uh, I mean, I know Jasmine likes him. I don't like him. And the reason why, because I know that only thing he wants is to get in her pants. It's nothing else. He's not there for her in any regards besides sex. You know what I mean? He made that very clear. But he's cool that's about it. After. No. So, well, because he said that's the only thing the Dark Lord will allow. They can't have love. Okay, whatever. That's what you want, though. I need more than that. Can you provide more than that if you can't? Goodbye. That's how, but, what? but who in their, who in their religion can? The book too. So basically, he's saying no one in this religion who is in that book. But for someone who is like Sabrina, who doesn't care about the religion, is often breaking the rules, why would you then still gravitate towards someone who's like that? I mean, because, you know, you don't have to worry about him getting hurt as much as Harvey and the rest of them. At least you no, know he could take care of himself a little bit better than they can. No, because my thing is, even in that regard, right, just because you decide, that's the implication that he's going to develop romantic feelings for her. That's what you're basically saying. I'm saying, I don't know if he's going to do that or not. So, there's no need to, why do you want to deal with that? I'd rather be alone than be sitting up here just like, be somebody's plaything. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm at, too. I'm not interested in Nick. I don't, every time he walks on the screen, I'm like, what is your name again? I feel like Sabrina's going to try to flip the script on him. And make her his, I mean, make him her play thing. Just like the whole thing, she's always using him to her advantage. Even in the last season, she made him or asked him to go protect Harvey, correct? Right. That still doesn't make her a good person. 
Oh, see, I, ne- I never said she was a good person. I'm just saying that the. Uh, I mean, just in this in this situation, I'm not saying she's a good person. I'm just saying you're saying he's using her or playing around with her. I feel like she's equally playing around with him. So. Right. No, I think that he. I think that he could legitimately fall for her if given the opportunity. But because of their religion, she's like the Dark Lord doesn't allow us to fall in love. We can have everything except love. My thing is, why even entertain that? If somebody told me that their religion didn't allow them to love me 100%, why would I even Yeah, be because then them? at that point, you're just saying, I'm only interested in you for sex. I cannot be interested in you in any other way. And at that point, because I feel being like I'm with a mortal set you up being with a mortal sets you up for failure because you're going to outlive them anyway. So, I can say you're going to be by yourself. Half mortal. We don't know I feel I feel like once she sold her soul, she got that full extended lifespan package. No. I feel like that, she did. Like, there's a whole, whole series um, of stories wait, and stuff wait, like that. I, so. I did want to mention um, one thing as far as like the relationship between Harvey and Ross. I don't know if I ship that relationship or not at this point, but I do find it really messed up on Ross's part to Ross. Sit, Ross? Ross, like Rosalind, Ross. Oh, Ross. Ross. Ross, sis, 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 sis. <laughs> <laughs> Ross. Right. Ross. Ross, whatever. There you go, stop. I feel sorry for her in the sense that if, I know, like, being the person I am, if I had a premonition, like, I met this guy and I had a premonition that him and I were going to be together or we would have an extremely romantic moment, I feel like she would have never looked his way had that not, not happened. happened. And the problem now is that he is going to run back to Sabrina the first chance he gets. And where does that leave her? He's going to drop her like a bad habit. Probably. But it's kind of like that old thing from the Matrix. Did you knock over the pot because I said you were going to? Or did you knock it over because you were always meant to? So does the premonition making the future happen? Or did the future happen because she had the premonition? That's Ellie. the age old question. Um, I don't, at this moment, I did not care about her premonition. I did not care about the developing romance between them because as we know, I'm the soulless ginger that doesn't care about romance plots. So at this point I was, I I was like, okay, this episode's over now. How odd that it ended so abruptly and, um, like got up and started walking around the room. So I, I don't care at this point about the potential love triangle between a bunch of high schoolers. Um, so I don't know. I I will say that I think you're right that she wouldn't have been interested in him had she not had that premonition. And I feel like now she's going to start seeing him as, oh, hey, look, a potential romance because I had this premonition. I had this vision of us together that must come true now. Do I actually have feelings for him because I felt this because I had this premonition? Or are these like are they legit feelings or are they just because I feel obligated to fulfill this now? Okay, so let's have a conversation about the backlash that's happening from this relationship. Um, the girl who plays Ross has been getting a lot of racist comments. Um, also, fun fact, they're actually allegedly dating in real life, Harvey and Ross. Good so, for them. So, they're getting a lot of racist comments. How, like, well, I'm sure you can think of the racist comments that they're getting. Um, but the guy who plays Harvey has come out defending her, like, no, don't do this, blah, 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 blah. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is, is the rest of the cast coming out? Like, are you coming out and saying, like, so the the actress who plays Sabrina, if you see your fans are attacking one of your, um, castmates, 
about race or like if it was race, sex, um, gender expression, anything like that. I would like to see um, people who are castmates actually defending each other in all regards to that because that is it's really ridiculous that these people feel that comfortable to do it in someone else's name. You know what I mean? That's just how I feel about it. Emily, your thoughts? I mean, it's 2019. Why are we doing this still? Why, why are we throwing racist slurs around? Why are we... What's wrong with you people? Why do you have to do this to other humans? It, I, I'm so done with that with that kind of attitude and it's just everybody everybody on that cast should be coming out and, and defending them the writers should be it's that is not okay behavior to entertain yeah people are assholes on the internet I mean they feel like just because you're behind the screen you can say anything you want to just because that's your favorite character doesn't make any sense it reminds me back when the um, all-female Ghost um, Busters movie came out. Movie sucked, but before that, uh, you remember the um, black Ghostbuster? She was receiving all sorts of hate mail. People was calling her, you know, gorilla and things like that. It just makes no sense, you know. So hopefully, eventually, it dies down, and like you said, everybody should come to her defense because you know it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and I also have a quote from the executive producer who said that while Harvey and um, Sabrina have a tough time recovering from what they went through, they're not over, over. Like I said, he's going to drop her like a I will headed. say genuinely, and Sabrina, I'm really torn because I love Sabrina and Harvey together, but I'm really intrigued about Nick and Sabrina together. I really like that they're so different. I hope that Harvey and Sabrina have a chance. I mean, they're definitely in game. Yeah, their story right. is not quite done, I would say. Uh, I don't even want to entertain that whole romance plot because I definitely don't like the the optics of it at it's all. Not, it's not good optics. It's really not. It's really not. Speaking of optics, how soon is Ross supposed to go blind? No. We don't have time for that no, right that now. That was funny, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Adelaide, you wanted to say something? Thank you. I was going to say, um, I don't think it would be healthy for Harvey to go anywhere near Sabrina. And... I don't care about romance plots. I don't care about love triangles. But if we're going to have to go down that route, then Roz and Harvey will be the healthier. At this point, from this from this perspective, at this point, Roz and Harvey are healthier. I just want them to be by I think, themselves. I think optically it looks bad because Sabrina, she, a bit, she does all the stuff to Harvey. Harvey may find a semi-stable relationship with Roz and then immediately leaves Roz to go back to this unstable 80-20 rule. Like, potentially he could have 80% of everything that he needs within Ross, but because she's not his first love, he's going to drop her and go straight to Sabrina, who is very toxic for him. But uh, it is what it is. I'm done. She's like the bad habit you can't kick. No, we're and... done. Listening to another episode of... Oh, wait, I had muted you. Yeah, mute her again. Minus a thousand points. Start now. Plus from the House of Fresh <laughs> Plus one million. Anyway. Thank you. No, you have no point control. Minus a million points now. God damn it. Thank you guys for listening. You know what? A million points to Adelaide. Oh my god, why? Cut. You're making me look so bad. It's okay, Adelaide. I believe you have a soul. I don't know about Michelle. She just said that she's the one that says I have a soul. Wait a minute.
Wait a second. Like, Adelie calls herself a soulless ginger, so you're wrong there. And then, two, I've never said anything to you. That was all Jasmine. Do you see how I just get the blame for it all? You let her do Thank it. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Beats of the Machine. Uh, I was your host, Jasmine. We had a various members of our cast on this conversation. You know what you want to say. Thank you guys for listening. Are you going to be the closer? Right. Thank you guys for listening. You can follow us online at Real OP Sweets. That's Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram at Real OP Gram. You got us on Facebook. We're there. Follow us on, um, well, go to our website, which is overpowerentertainment.com. You can also listen to the podcast. I mean, you're listening to it now. But if you wanted to listen on other platforms, we're on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right. So, um, We'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Deuces.